Wednesday Keeks, our Hi. next subject Speak is something on. that happens to us all. Farting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but next week, shall we do farting? <laughs> uh, okay, it's death. Okay. So, our next <laughs> subject is death. You said that like someone's cat died. It is death. It is up. It's up. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, trying to be serious. Okay. Um, it is death. But, you know, we can laugh about it because it happens to everyone. It does. It's not. It's funny because it happens to everyone, but we're the least prepared for it, I feel. Who? We? Just as a, as a society, like, we emotionally, everyone gets sad about death, but it's the most inevitable thing that happens. So get I've over got, it. I've got nervous laughter. <laughs> What's the out of oh, hand. Yeah, I'll just get a bit okay, of Okay, do you want me to talk again. to you? This is worse than the sex episode. It really is. Um, so, what? What? how did you broach the subject of death of your mum? Well, I started asking her about when she first realised death was a thing. Mm. <laughs> okay. And surprise, surprise, she couldn't really remember. Um, <laughs> Okay. But and she didn't have any pets and it was just like, Oh, my grandparents died. Yeah. And she's very blase about it and the way she feels about death. She's just like, Oh, well it happens yeah. to us all. Some of her friends have passed away in the last couple of years and she's just like, Yeah, it is what it is. Oh wow. It wasn't like a shock or anything. She has she ever been shocked by death though? Um no. No. <laughs> okay, and that's the end of this week's episode. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so how did she talk to you about death? So the problem, probably reason why I'm being so awkward is maybe the first time we talked about death was when my dad died. Yeah. Um, so I was probably about 10. And I actually don't, I didn't really remember her having the conversation with me so bit of background my mum and dad split up when they were three when I was three <laughs> not when they were three <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah um and I saw him like every other weekend and then when I was about nine he had a stroke so then I saw him less mm. um and was then that because he couldn't look after you is because he well just... I only saw him every other weekend because of like when you get divorced that's that was the that terms. was the terms and conditions, yeah. the T's and Z's. Yeah. Um. And then when he went into like hospital and stuff and like care homes and things, yeah, I'd go and visit, but with mum. And then oh, so he was in a maybe care she home, was, like assisted living. I think is the phrase. And how old was he? Twenty-five. Wow. When he had stroke, so mum said she was really shocked about that. Yeah. Um, well, it is shocking, but then when he actually young. passed away, she was like, "Oh right, okay, yeah." Oh, God, <laughs> sorry. This is how Mum and me react to death. We just go Wah! and make noises. Okay. Um, but I was like, "How did you tell me?" And she was like, "Well, I took you out by the pond, and I sat you down, and then I said, how would you feel if I told you your dad had died?'" Oh my God! And I apparently said. <laughs> I don't know, really. It's not like he's my... He doesn't feel like... He's just like a family friend that we know. So it's oh, not wow. like... I was like, I don't know how I'd feel. And she was like, well, he has. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, okay. 
So yeah, so I don't actually remember. Have you? So you don't remember that conversation at all. I remember being by the pond and the fountain being on. Wow. And there's been frogs. And you've blocked. And the rest just clearly blocked out. Wow, that's. I find that really interesting. But your mum remembers the full conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because she probably built it up in her head, like, how am I going to tell... Even though she doesn't, you know, she's quite blasé about death. Yeah. It is a big thing to tell your child that one of their parents is gone. Yeah. So she probably thought about it a lot. But to you, you're like, wasn't an important conversation. (laughs) Yeah. She thought about it, maybe overthought about it too much that she tried to be casual about it. Yeah. (laughs) So nonchalant. Um, How did you and Wolves get on talking about death? Um, I kind of just, I went round for Sunday dinner and I was like, because my mum knows about the podcast, so I was like, I've got to talk to you about another sub- two subjects for the podcast. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, well, and I was like, death. <laughs> the first one is about death. And then as I was talking to her, she got a WhatsApp that one of her cousins died. And she oh. was like, oh, would you look at, like, that's such a coincidence. <laughs> We're talking about death. <laughs> what do you know? And then now one of my cousins has died. Oh my gosh. Um, but do you know what? I really was keen to talk to my mum about death because I went to know what her thought process was when, like, how she learnt about death because I genuinely don't think that she, and I said this to her when we spoke, I don't think she went about it the right way when I first learnt about death. Oh. So she took me... Well, I say she. Obviously, her and my dad made made joint decisions. But um, I went to my grandma's funeral when I was three, and I don't remember that at all. But then my dad's sister passed away when I was, I think, seven or eight, and they took me to that funeral, and I remember it so well, and I couldn't sleep in my own bed until I was, like, ten because I was so scared that my parents were going to die in their sleep. Did you, was there like open casket or anything? Was I'd, there anything uh, visual that you saw? No, just, but I think that made it worse because I made, I have yeah, such visions active, in your head. Yeah, imagination. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's last week's episode. Yeah. Um, that, and I remember seeing how sad my cousins were because I had a, one of her children um, was like two years older than me. And I remember think, thinking, why is he not playing with us? Like, mm. why is he so sad? Because mm. I didn't understand that he's never going to see his mum again. So I I just feel like they should have probably spoken to me before that or just not taken me. So my mum had said that when her first experience with death was when she was 10 years old. Um, and she, I said, what, what, who was it? She said it was a cousin of her mum's. And um, she was quite young, like in her 50s when she died. Um, and they had to go to the funeral. But she remembers her mum not being that sad. But... So, because it wasn't a shock, because she had like a terminal illness, but my mum remembers it was there was a they had a viewing of the body at the house, and there was lots of people around the casket, and my mum said she remembers going on her tiptoes to sit to because she didn't want to see it, but she wanted to see the body mm. going on her tiptoes and then seeing just the out like the uh, profile of the fe- her cousin's face with red lipstick on and a mole oh. and my mum had the mole and she said I'm gonna die because I've got this oh. mole she was 10 oh. but to the point that when she was 20 she got it lasered off oh my gosh <laughs> yeah she was like I don't want to there's nothing be... weirder than an 
open casket. I find it and so bizarre. And putting makeup on deceased people. Yeah. And, like, dressing them. So my mum had to do the that. the oddest thing. Not what? to her cousin, but as a part of her nursing. Oh, my gosh. Did you not? Like, no. Yeah, so I knew... My mum worked in a mall. Funeral... No, um... so back in the day, it was a part of your nursing. You oh had a rota, and it was called laying people out. And um, let, let me go to my oh notes. Oh, my God, I 100% this. thought that was, like, the co-op or whatever funeral provider you choose to go with. We're not sponsored by the co-op. <laughs> um, did yeah. that. No, so they, so they do, they do the, that now, the but before they did um, it in the hospital. Um, so after they'd been to the morgue and stuff, and they, my mum said it was called their last rites. So, so interesting. So you would know that person's going to die, and then um, you would go... Wait, let me get my notes properly because I want to get this really right. So she said the morgue wasn't nice. Um, you had to wait, leave them for an hour to rest for the, the spirit to leave their body. What? Hang on. That's the NHS saying that? Yeah. That was in the, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Okay. Leave this for the spirit to leave the body, cover them up to their face and leave it like that for the relatives to go and see them. In the morgue? In the hospital bed. Yeah, and then you would take them down to the morgue, you'd wash them down and stuff their orifices. Oh. All of them. Oh, and I was I'm glad like, I didn't eat that sandwich. Oh, yeah, sorry. I <laughs> so she was, I was like, what, like their nose and their mouth? She was like, their nose, their mouth, their bum, their vagina, their Why? ears, all their what orifices. Happens? What happens? What Things come out? I, I don't know. Okay. But you have to stuff them. Um, oh, God. And then... Do they not remove the... Okay, now carry on. <laughs> Step three. Um, and then she said that um, you'd feel like, oh my God, I don't want to do this, but I saw it as a last, last kind thing I yeah. could do to a person bef- before they leave the planet, before Ooh. they've left the planet. That's and really I think, lovely. yeah, maybe that hardened her a little bit. So then she was like, oh, I can take my kids to funerals. Fine. Yeah. Um, I've got love I somehow. I could not remember. I could not, not, not remember. I could not imagine doing that. I think the best way for teaching children is by having pets. Mm, that's what my mum said as well. Yeah. I agree. Have, yeah. Did you have a pet when you were little? Yeah, but he 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 passed away. We have to about Buster. Oh, um, what was Buster? A dog. Oh, yeah. you've never spoken about this. Oh, my God. Buster's such a huge part of my life. Nope. Well, clearly so, I'm not then. Yeah, we got him when I was about seven and then... I went through a period of thinking my mum loved him more than she loved me because um, she was very, like, obsessed with Buster and I just felt really left out. Um, and then, yeah, he was a great dog. But, like, everyone else hated him. He was very vicious. Oh, OK. Mm. OK. And, like, shat everywhere. Just could not control his bowels. Oh, no. So by the end of his life, he was just a walking, like, turd machine. Just <laughs> bless him. Um, but yeah, he passed away. I was working at Sainsbury's at the time, and then we had to put him down. And and it came back to Sainsbury's, brought my mum in, and I was like, I can't work my shift because my dog Aww. has just died, and me and my mum crying. <laughs> this poor like Adam on the cashier was like, Oh my god, go home! What are you doing here? Don't bring your mum and your tears to Sainsbury's. We don't need this. Oh my We've got machines, <laughs> automated machines now. Go home. You're fired. Um, so yeah. Oh, see, I had a cat. <laughs> yes, but she didn't die. We she all know what happened to, to Lucy. Yeah, poor to Lucy. <laughs> to Lucy got to got gifted. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was, um, I had to Lucy from when I was five, and then we moved house when I was twelve. And my mum was like, "We can't bring to Lucy." 
because I've got new sofas and she's going to scratch them up and she's not going to understand the neighbourhood. Really? She should have said that she died and then... Yeah. Tamagotchis, that's another way I learn about death, actually, mm, thinking okay. about it. I liked to kill my sims when I was younger, so maybe oh. people should have known that I was a bit weird from... <laughs> From there, I'd put and make a house mm. and then take all the stuff out of it and take all the doors I away heard about this and happening. then leave them in that square. Yeah, and then the Grim Reaper would come. I think a lot of people went through this phase or set them on fire or drown them or drown them. Yeah, yeah, I heard this. I didn't have a computer, so or I couldn't starve the them. Sims, so they'd go to get a, a, a oh, thank you. I just, I, I just skimmed for. past that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, you could make them like die of starvation so they'd go to go to the fridge to get something and then you'd x the thing so that they didn't eat and they'd make this funny noise like (laughs) oh good times Uh, so when i was chatting to mum another thing she brought up about um i was like wait have you not been shocked by anyone's death she goes oh yes i have okay said amy winehouse oh um and sadly more recently um, Caroline Flack right. and she said young like death of people under like in their 30s and yeah. those kind of people that you think have so much going for them and so much life in them so much life in them that really shocked her mm. um, and the time that she went to a singles dinner met a really nice guy and then a month later went back to the singles dinner and she said where's uh, where's Richard and they were like he's died he's passed away <laughs> she was like, oh, damn it, I had a really good day there. <laughs> I cannot. And I was like, how does that make you feel that people that you want to date are dying? They're recently? dropping down. Yeah, like last year. Oh my God. It's like people are like in your generation are yeah. dropping down. I think she hadn't really thought about it too deeply. She was like, oh, yeah, I guess that, yeah. yeah. But she never admitted, like, oh, that makes me feel really old or yeah. like that makes my death seem nearer and. Yeah. Yeah. I asked my mum, I said, does your own mortality yeah. scare you? Um, she's, she's always been, like, like I said in the birth episode, like my mum hates pain. So she says she's only scared of the pain. So as oh. long as she just doesn't want to die in pain, whatever that means. So if she's got any kind of illness or whatever, she just yeah. doesn't want to feel it. But the actual bit of dying doesn't scare her as much anymore. Oh, God. I know. And how do you feel I've, about death? I feel... I, I feel okay. I go through periods. Like, I remember once I was in the bath. This was literally, like, last year. And I had a panic attack because I thought... Because oh, I, I closed my eyes and I was like, oh, my gosh, what, what if, if I die? Like, <gasps> I don't... You know, it's so irrational having, like, anxiety attacks and panic attacks. Like, I don't know what set it off. I probably was just a bit stressed or whatever. And I text my best friend, Nadia, mm. who is atheist. And I said, Nad's like, I'm so scared. Like, what happens when you die? And she went, I think it just goes black. <laughs> And I was like, that is not the best thing to say to someone when they're having a panic Less attack. Um, but it's true. Like, it's it's funny because the way that I rationalise it now, I say, well, when I go to sleep, I'm unconscious and oh, I can't gosh, think about don't, it. Don't, I won't be able to go to sleep now. <laughs> but that's what dying's Jeez. like. It's just like going to sleep and You're literally right. never waking up. I can't, I cannot think about it too much because I'm like, where are all those memories and stories and experiences that people have had where are they where are they going it's in your must spirit be kept somewhere but there isn't where is that your spirit leaves your body oh like the, according to the, the nhs, NHS <laughs> in 1970 yeah um 
Do you believe, There's no you room don't now in, for you spirit. You don't believe in the afterlife then, I'm yeah. assuming. You don't. You no, do. I do. Okay. Oh, well, I want to. Yeah. But I, yeah, deep down I don't. Because I, yeah. of my fear of what will happen to my memories. Yeah. Maybe by the time we die, it'll be stored in some kind of cloud. That's true. And people can download them and become oh. you. No, no. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. And for like a fee. I need to think about it. And then the money that they pay goes, goes to, to your, your relatives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good business idea. I'm quite pleased with that. <laughs> Just making notes on that now. <laughs> my mum um my mum believes in reincarnation. Does she? Yeah. What does does she ever see she any went, animals? Oh, you know that Buddhist or... thing. I was like, is I she like Oh, you know that cow there, that's uncles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I didn't, she's never said stuff like that, but actually, no, she has, that's a lie. When my auntie um, Florette died, who's my mum's best friend from when they were in primary school, and she was my godmother, and she died when I was, like, 21, um, she, after her funeral, we'd always seen one magpie out in the garden, and we would mm. always say, oh, auntie Florette's come, Aww. and it might sound so stupid as anybody else, but, like, to us, Whenever we were having a bad day or whatever, it would always be in the garden. That's really lovely. So it would never be like if I was just out on like in you know Lewisham and I saw a magpie. It was always in my mum's garden. But that's our little thing. So maybe those kinds of things, but not if we saw like any other bird Mm. (laughs) or a person. I don't know. Mm. What What does your mum believe in? Just like nothing. I actually didn't ask her whether she believes in the afterlife, but. But, but might, what I mean is, like, she never would be like. So her mum, grandma, is the probably the the person closest to her that has died, and mm. she's was like very upset about that, understandably. Yeah. Um. But has no, she's never referenced. But like, she's not Christian. Oh, she's or not like. like oh, I feel like mum's always watching over me or anything like that. Yeah. It's just like she's gone. But. Yeah. I, from my dad's passing away and grandma, mm. like the thing that she maintains is always like, it's made me like always want to live my life to the fullest, mm. but also live like a a calm life because my dad was a bit like erratic and she's always like, oh my God, he's brought it all on himself. Oh. And, like drinking too much and like being stressed out and all this. Right. So she's like, well, I guess I learned <laughs> from that to be more... In the live in the moment, but like think and about the future, with but a take it. Pinch of salt, or pool of yeah, salt. pool of salt. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, that will lead to an absolute stroke That's and a heart co- attack. <laughs> <laughs> a pinch of salt. Way to have yeah. Um, yeah, my mum's kind of the same. Like she always says to me, like, "Oh, live your live your young life." That's her thing. <laughs> live your young life. And her um, motto, which she wants on her epitaph, which oh, she spoke yeah, about, lovely. is "Life is not a dress rehearsal." Oh. And the song that she sings, I don't know if we'll get some copyright claim, but she sings, "Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think." I don't know that song. It, they that always sing she... it on um, Jules Holland on like <laughs> at New Year's because I'm always with my mom on New Year's because I'm no life. But um, yeah, so that's her thing. It's enjoy yourself as, until you're while you're in the pink. So while you're you know sprightly. That is quite a nice note to end on. Yeah, actually, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself, geeks. <laughs> this is Leslie and Morves doing their snog marry avoids. How are Hi you? There. How's Tenerife? Yeah, I'm fine. Can you hear me? I can, yes. 
Are you ready? I'm in the hotel room. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm in the room. Cool. Yeah. So your first um, snog, marry, avoid is... It's a bit alternative this week. So it's... I know, you did tell me. Red wine. About white wine. Red white wine, White yes. wine and gin. So you've got to yeah. snog one of them, marry one of them and avoid one of them. Right, so I'll marry white wine. Okay. I'll snog red wine. Yeah. And avoid gin. Really? Okay, I did expect yeah. that for white wine to be your... No, your marry? No, your snog. Yeah. Which yeah. one? Marry, marry. Marry, yeah, yeah. White wine. Um, you don't really into gins, are you? You're not really into them? Not really, no. No, yeah. actually, I'm not really. Funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Simple. Oh, Christ, I've lost connection on this phone. All right, no, it's fine. Okay, for today's Snog Marry Avoid, we have three beverages. Right. Red wine, white wine, and gin. Sold on. S snog Marry Avoid beverages? Yeah. But just think of it, like, uh, mm -hmm. metaphorically. Okay. So we've got gin? Yeah. Yeah, well, gin, I'm marrying gin, I'm okay. telling you. <laughs> of gin. Yeah. Very comforting and lovely drink, yeah, so yes, marry. <laughs> Snog, um, the other one is... Red wine or white wine? Snog, white wine, Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> what, what country? Um, Australian, Marlborough. Oh, love it! Lovely. Nice and chilled. Oh my goodness me! Do you like a bit of ice in it or no? No ice in the wine. Oh, sorry, it's tacky. Gin and tonic. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. And okay. Of course, I'd be marrying the gin, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, red wine. Bye. Bye bye. Avoid. Okay, fair enough. I would have the complete opposite answer to you. I think mm. I'd avoid white wine, snog, gin, marry red wine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for listening. This has been Your Mum.